right now on VFN TV. The prophet Kim Clement, a powerful prophet of God, has gone to be with the Lord. We'll be talking about him. Also, he gave a prophetic word in 2007 about Donald Trump. We'll be hearing that today and how it all is coming to pass. And the third great awakening, Dutch Sheets at Church of His Presence, an Appeal to Heaven conference, and our smartphones, are they tracking us? Right now on VFN TV. Welcome to VFN TV and the daily VFN radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light. I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's a movement comprised of Americans from all races, religions, backgrounds, and beliefs who want and expect our government to serve the people and serve the people it will. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. President-elect Trump, my friend, congratulations on being elected President of the United States of America. You are a great friend of Israel. Israel is grateful for the broad support it enjoys among the American people. And I'm confident that the two of us, working closely together, will bring the great alliance between our two countries to even greater heights. I had a chance to talk to President-elect Trump last night to congratulate him on winning the election. And I had a chance to invite him to come to the White House. Everybody is sad when their side loses an election. We're not Democrats first. We're not Republicans first. We are Americans first. So I have instructed my team and work as hard as we can to make sure that this is a successful transition for the president-elect. I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. That when his hand comes off the Bible, when he's sworn in as president, we are hitting the ground running. Do you feel optimistic about America right now? 100%. A, a divided America? 100%. Why? It is the, I mean, this, this is a fantastic country. There's never been anything like it. This system will produce more and more stuff and better and better stuff. If President-elect Trump believes that he should be talking about what black Americans have to gain, let's, let's give him a shot. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and see if we can find common ground. And uh, I think that's the best interest of African Americans. And I think the church has got to wake up and realize this, that the culture is being changed by persons who are dedicated to uh, redefining the, uh, uh, the First Amendment freedom of religion as freedom of worship. You can keep your views within the four walls of your sanctuary, but do not bring them out into the public square. And that is straight on the issue that we're facing in this culture. Those of us that come together, it's just like Psalm 133 says, there's a mighty, mighty anointing when the unity of the Spirit is present among the brothers. And we cannot do this apart from one another. I mean, this is our greatest hope. And while we're active in the processes, we've got to understand that the greatest need in America is the next great awakening. We've got to become involved in activism. We've got to get off the bench, man. 
Maybe we need a new vocabulary for speaking to the American people and the body of Christ that is neither left nor right, but uniquely biblical and American. We as a body of Christ have bought into the left-right paradigm, and we automatically lop off half the population when we talk that way, because it breaks my heart that members of the body of Christ seem to find in many instances their primary identity in their race, in their skin color. I think it is one of the tragedies of our nation, one of the shameful tragedies that 11 o'clock on Sunday morning is one of the most segregated hours, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America. Nobody can fix America but the church. I believe that God is looking to raise up Martin Luther King Jr.'s with his mantle to heal the racial problem, but they're not going to just be black people. I believe in this generation they're going to be whites, they're going to be Hispanics, that God puts his hands on, and because they're Christians, they're going to live, that they see Christianity as their primary identifier. There is an uprising coming. There is an uprising coming. Do not hold your peace. From this day forward, for the next five months, you will hear peace, peace, but there is no peace. The Lord says, the sword of heaven is coming to liberate the ground. Now you got races blaming each other, you got police blaming the people, the people blaming the police, you got parents blaming children, children blaming parents. When are we going to seek his face? When are we going to turn? The Lord said there's coming a great international harvest of souls through the internet and online. He said that the internet will light up as the Holy Spirit accelerates his mighty wonders. He also said that the net and lines will bring tremendous and miraculous provision to the body of Christ because time is of the essence and the waters are abundant for harvest. Jezebel will not leave on her own accord, but I, the Lord, will cause her to fall from her tower of power. Even as of late, you have wondered if anything could unseat her from her evil purposes. Her victims are many. She has come to her final chapter. I, the Lord, will not tolerate her subversive activities any longer. Deliverance has finally come. With your host, Greg. Lancaster. Welcome to VFN TV. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment, moment is Steve Kalaszewski. Well, a man of God, a prophet of the Lord, has gone to be with the Lord. Kim Clement, a powerful man, been used, he's been used by God in such a powerful way to encourage so many people. He prophesied some of the things that I'm aware of, of, the, uh, of President uh, George W. Bush and how he would actually accomplish what accomplished was accomplished in Iraq and how they got the uh, Hussein and where he would be when they would find him and just the real powerful things in ministry. But the one thing he was known for is to be able to prophesy to the Lord as he played music to the Lord, just kind of moving spiritually, just allowing the Holy Spirit to be able to lead him as he played music. And as a matter of fact, let's just go hear him one more time. This is Kim Clement.
know when it comes down to it, it's just you and me. That's where it started. The little piano that was out of tune, I had nothing. I had no education to give you. All I had is my, my hands and my song. And you gave me these beautiful people to make music with me. But Lord, if I stumble to worship you, to humble myself at your throne daily, I'm lost. And so I pray that your presence would reach into the hearts of every person now. As I play the song you gave me. song I ever wrote by the Spirit was, I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to talk with you. I'm going to live with you. Each day of my life. I'm going to sing with you. Bell's gonna ring with you. I'm gonna serve you every day of my life. I'll be walking with you. I'll be singing with you. I'll be walking with you. Every day of my life get my promise. I walk with you. I told you I would. I'll sing and I'll get the nations to sing for you. But I'll always go back to my garden. For heaven's war room is a garden. It was in a garden that war took place with God's creation, with the serpent. It was in a garden where Jesus felt comfortable of Gethsemane. Though there was agony, he knew that he would be close to his father. It was in a garden tomb that he rose again. Heaven's war, war room is a garden. And so back in my garden, on my knees, laughing, crying, hearing the bells ring as the chimes go, as the wind blows, reminds me of that first day I walked into that Assembly of God Church by myself asking permission to use the Hammond organ and I wrote that song I kept my word Then I prayed for the right person 
and you gave me Jane. And now today, Lord, you've given me many spiritual children. So I humble myself before you with tears. Now touch each and every person now. Let them sense the breath of God and come to life. Who shall dwell in his sanctuary and who shall live on his holy hill? He who lives a blameless life and does what is right. He who speaks the truth and has no slander on his tongue. He who does his neighbor no harm and does not cast a slur upon his fellow man. He who despises a vile man but honors those who fear the Lord. He who keeps his oath even when it hurts and does not change his mind. He who lends his money without interest and does not accept a bribe against the innocent. He who does this thing shall never be shaken. Now I pray for healing, restoration upon all of your people. And I pray that as I, I did bear my soul before them, I pray that they would take on the spirit and imitate me with their love and praise and their openness and honesty to God. And I thank you for that. In the name of our Jesus, amen. Keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Everybody yes. will love it. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I mean, when you love the Word of God, I mean, it's exciting in your abiding time. By the way, beginning to abide now. <laughs> Learning how to abide with God is so important because he says, apart from abiding in me, Jesus said, you can't even do any of this. And we have a simple plan for you. It's an I abide.org you know most people want to abide they want to they want to spend that time with god but they they need a plan we have a free plan for you it's a it's a i abide.org you just fill out that little simple request thing it comes right to you in your email and it's a great step-by-step -step beautiful how you can begin to abide with him listen you want to begin to hang out with the king since his kingdom is manifesting right. it's gonna it's be the greatest thing he's ever done in the face of the earth it's about to happen you want to know the king I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Data Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at vfntv.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. 
you can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine any time you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. My heart so goes out to Kim Clement's family, ministry, all of his spiritual sons and daughters, our hearts, you know, I know your hearts are heavy. He went through a, a difficult journey uh, since that fall. And, but hey, I mean, he made a powerful impact. I mean, so, I mean, you can add up hundreds of people who walked on this earth and add up what they, the impact they made. Mm -hmm. And he just made up so much impact because he, he did just like he said, faithful. He just he just did what he said he would do. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget when you know I was in law enforcement and um, my boss would tell me to do this and do that, you know, and I would just do you it. Just do it. <laughs> I thought that's what you do. Right. And um, and of course he knew he obviously he was more seasoned, he knew what to do. And when I did it, when I did what I was asked to do, and God just got a great favor and we were able to stop a lot of crime, a lot of mm -hmm. drugs, and these type of things. And they, they recognized myself and Officer Howard Anderson. We made Officer of the Year, and so did the dog. And um, somebody asked, how did you do it? And I said, well, I just did what I was told to do. And that's what Kim was saying. Kim, was, Kim Clement was saying, listen, God, you know, I pray a blessing on the spiritual sons and daughters. And he's going, that they would imitate me, that they would do, you know, exactly yeah. like you did and like I did. And the greatest, um, most exciting thing that he could see right now is all those who were, Continue are his spiritual sons and daughters as he's looking potentially over the banister of heaven as Hebrews talks about potentially a cloud of witnesses. So I'm like, do what I told you to do, right? I mean, this is, because he's in a great place. Absolutely. He's in a great place. And that's the most powerful thing is it, it, it's, it's such a reminder of who God looks to you. Like he says, I didn't have an education. Nothing. All I had was my hands and my worship for you, and look how God is using him. And so many people think that I've got to have all these talents. So it's like, no, God just wants your heart. That's right. And when you just pour yourself out before his presence, just watch what he does. Yeah, powerful, that makes, that makes me think about, you know, Chris Hamilton and the control. He's part of the control room editing, all that kind of stuff. 
that when he first uh, came to know the Lord, uh, he thought he didn't have any talents at all. And now he is the very one that God is using to, to, to lead and to edit and to, to produce television programming and, yeah. and radio around the world. Impacting the world. But what he said was, was yes. You know, and that's what, you know, I hope you're going to pay attention and over the, the journey because we're going to give you the opportunity to join those that have gone before you mm -hmm. so you can begin to participate. You'll be hearing a lot about VFN Kingdom Business and focusing on seven spheres of culture and getting involved because the next leaders, the generations for this, uh, the, the leaders for this next generation, it's you. You know, most people are always looking for someone else to do it. As a matter of fact, Chris, I can't tell you his last name right now, but a K-R-I-S from Bethlehem, that he, uh, they found out through a study that the city that has more churches in it, more people, more churches, mm -hmm. has more evil in it. Because most people always, when you have that many people there, they think somebody else is going to do it. It's like going down the street and seeing a car accident and you just keep driving because you're thinking that somebody else is going to stop and help them. And the reality is God's holding you and me personally accountable for our generation and our time. You know, he says, you know, when you see the hungry, when you see the sick, when you see somebody in prison, you're going to go visit them. Whatever you do to the least of these of mine, you do to me. Chris, Chris Valentine. Yeah, yeah, and he's from Bethel. He's there with Bill Johnson, and it's true. Mm -hmm. But we should never look at it that way anyway. We should think of it this way. I'm going to be held personally accountable for my life. That's right. And I want to live a life that's honorable to God and one that's fruitful. And uh, you can do that by beginning to abide with Him. We have a simple plan mm -hmm. for you if you don't know how to abide. It's at, at iabide.org. It's, it's a gift for you. Go request it. Also, disciple. Becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. But those two things, after you made a decision for Him to be the Lord of your life, there's, there's, it's unlimited what you can do. Maybe that'll be you on the piano. You know, in so many years where you're saying you know, you're faithful, that you, you, know, you lived the, the life that you want. You ran the race. Mm -hmm. You've been poured out like a drink offering, like Paul said. And you finished it. And it's just, it's exciting, but it's also sad. And, but I wanted to also talk about today and honor Kim with the prophetic word that he gave in 2007. You know why? Because he gave a word in 2007 about our current president-elect, Donald Trump. Very specifically. As a matter of fact, we're going to make the whole word available to you. But listen to him prophesy in 2007 about what we're experiencing today. This that shall take place shall be the most unusual thing, a transfiguration, a going into the marketplace, if you wish, into the news media, where Time Magazine will have no choice but to say what I want them to say. Newsweek, what I want to say. The View, what I want to say. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. Trump shall become a trumpet. I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet and Bill Gates to open up the gate of a financial realm for the church, says the Lord. I will not forget 9-11. I will not forget what to that day and I will not forget the gatekeeper that watched over New York who will once again stand and watch over this nation 
says the Spirit of God, it shall come to pass that the man that I place in the highest office shall go in whispering my name. But God said when he enters into the office, he will be shouting out by the power of the Spirit, for I shall fill him with my Spirit when he goes into office, and there will be a praying man in the highest seat in your land. There will be a praying president, not a religious one, for I will fool the people, says the Lord. I will fool the people. Yes, I will. God says, the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say he has hot blood for the spirit of god says yes he may have hot blood but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way and the economy of this country shall change rapidly says the lord of hosts listen to the word of the lord god says i will put at your helm for two terms a president that will pray but he will not be a praying president when he starts i will put him in office and then i will baptize him with the holy spirit and my power says the lord of hosts going off that's awesome this is powerful that is totally awesome for the next eight years yes have a praying leader in the white house for eight praying. years and he said you know as you can see right here back on my screen that's this kim clement and the president and you know, this is seven mm -hmm. 2007 yes so it's not what this is before any of yeah. this was even being discussed. Yeah, and he's saying that th that he will be a praying president. And he literally was open to prayer, uh -huh. and uh, but he won't be religious. That's good because remember the religious guy is the one that Jesus talked about that was walking towards the temple, mm -hmm. and the non-religious guy fell to his knees and beat his chest and said, "I'm not, you know, I'm not even worthy to even come in your presence." And I've heard, I've actually heard you know him say that he said this might be the only thing that gets me to heaven doing something nice. But the religious person said, God, I just, I'm just thankful that I'm not like this one down, pointing down at the guy that was on his knees beating his chest. And Jesus said this, it'll be the one beating his chest that'll, be, that'll make it, not the, not the religious Pharisee. And right now, you know, God is com in complete mm -hmm. control. And you're looking at this. I, mean, this. I know in October, the Lord told me very specifically that, that uh, Donald Trump would be the next president. And I had a chance to, to share it, but I didn't share it on the air because of all the politics, but, but I did. I was advised not to. And that um, uh, the people were going to get the White House back, the people, the, the people of America. And so, well, you look at knowing the fact that. Oh, hold on a second. I just want to hold that thought. There's just a lot of noise, hand noise in my ear. I think the mic's on. Okay. <laughs> got it. I'm like, what is going on in my ears? Okay, got it. So he's saying specifically that, you know, that this, in 2007 he's prophesying about this, this Trump that's coming. Everybody, nobody thought Trump, but God, I mean, this is God. God did this. I mean, from what I understand, Donald Trump didn't even plan a, a party, you know, for, you know, God actually planned this in advance. And this is some of the things that, that was said in 2007, that he'll put the walls of protection back up. I mean, if anybody's known about building a wall oh. and the walls of protection, I mean, it is definitely Donald Trump, Donald Trump president like Donald Trump. And then he said he would turn the economy around. And it's something, it's, I mean, for me, because we prophesied for so long and, 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 mm -hmm. and talked about what we needed to do and God speaking what's going to happen if we don't turn around, you know, but we got to begin to digest this answered prayer. Yeah. I mean, God has answered our prayer. And we have a moment in time, and I know that we'll talk about it after this break, but 
you know, Franklin Graham just wrote about it in his uh, magazine Decision, and he said, God has given us a window of time now to get right. Yeah. It's just a window of time for us to turn our hearts, uh, get back right, and in, in hopes that God mm -hmm. would begin to use. And this is an opportunity for us as the church to be, to be the church. And in 2007, you know, it was prophesied by Kim Clement that this trunk would be used to establish the walls and Bill Gates. You know, so many people talk about Apple and, you know, what the founder of mm -hmm. Apple, uh, you know, that he's so great. But the truth is, Bill Gates has done much more philanthropy and, mm -hmm. and kindness than, uh, what's the, the founder of Apple's? Apple? I trying to think of that. Steve uh, Jobs. Steve Jobs. So what Steve Jobs focused on was his product and his business. But, you know, Bill Gates focused on that, but he also focused on, he's in Africa, education, all these different things he's focusing on. And he's like, he's even, God's gonna use even Bill Gates to begin to, to open some doors. And so God is just shifting things and shaking things. And it's for us, the church, we gotta get and do what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. because we're obviously not the world, but it's time for us to do those same kind of shiftings and get back in the, the way that God wants us to do. And one way you can do that, what we'll be talking about is Vine Seminars, you yes. know, getting back to the original 10 of the church. If we get back from the break, we're going to be talking about this, this uh, movie that's coming out in March called The Shack. But it was a book that was written sometime back, and I think that, that revelation really helps you understand how we're supposed to be the church. And before we go to this break, I'll give, give a big shout out to all of our Missouri audience. We love hearing from you, and we're excited about broadcasting in Missouri. And uh, I want to say thank you for writing and, and keeping in touch with us. And also, uh, well, we'll just talk more about that when we get back from this break. But first, we have this offer for you. Know this, that not only when you partner with us, that we'll have this offer for you, but know this, we have the green room for you. The green room is special uh, treats and things that we uh, just give just for you, for our partners. We also have specials available for you. Mm -hmm. This there, and we have like many, many teachings, prophetic teachings to encourage you. We have so many things to say thank you for you standing with us to make a difference in this world. Here's an offer for you. Did you know it's our partners that help keep us on the air? We have a gift for you, for your partnership of any amount. It's offer 2020. It's entitled The Extra Mile. It's not conditional. There is something about it in the American culture that no one wants to be told what to do. Yet, we're told in Romans 12 too, that we're not to conform to this culture that we live in. What does that mean? It means that when Jesus tells us, a soldier that asks us to carry his bag a mile, we're supposed to not only go a mile, but go two miles, we'll find out how to deal in, with the contradictions of this culture and understand a culture that says, I will carry your gear if you do this. I will do this if, when the reality is, God's not concerned about this world or this kingdom because we have a kingdom that's not of this world. You'll be greatly encouraged when you find out there's another kingdom that we're living for. And we have that for you. It's a gift of any amount so whatsoever. We have an offer for you. It's offer 2020. The title of it is The Extra Mile. Really, it's not conditional. You can partner by going to vfntv.com and click on partner now. Or you can mail us at vfntv, 40 West Nine Mile Road, number two. PMB 360, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or you can even call us at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2020. Jesus told us to go the extra mile. It is not conditional. Thank you. God bless.
good. It's hot. It's very humid in here. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. What can be done about the misinterpretation of the Constitution? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. It seems that the clause in the Constitution regarding, you know, laws being passed regarding uh, an establishment of religion has been twisted into saying something that it does not say. Why can't uh, we start exploring a constitutional amendment that would clarify that and restate what it actually means and what it does not mean? In order to pass the constitutional process, we have to do this. You have to get basically two-thirds majority out of the United States Senate. That's 67 votes. And then you have to get a supermajority of the state to go along with you. So this is not an easy process. So right now, I think the best avenue of attack is focusing in on these judges. All of this is, is significant. All of these have ramifications, and we will keep uh, everybody posted as not only the issue of judges go forward, but also the work here at the American Center for Law and Justice. Visit us at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. Jim is from Los Angeles, California. He's a consultant and today's word that he requested I talk about is value. If you would walk into my life today and say, John, um, I want to be successful. What would you suggest that I do or what would you suggest that I be to become the success I want to become? I would say very simply, become a person of value. Now, what I mean by that is become a person that has values, good values, uh, living off of the basics of life and absorbing the basics of life that are the right things to be and the right things to do. But then I would suggest to you, by becoming a person of value, you begin to intentionally add value to others. Now, you just show me a person that intentionally adds value to others and has good values within themselves. <laughs> And they will understand the word value because they will bring it to others on a daily basis. And that's exactly what I want for it to happen to you. I want to welcome our uh, VFN uh, TV audience, our Christian Television Network audience um, around the nation and on the Gulf Coast, Monday through Friday. Also, our VFN radio audience around the nation and around the world. If you've been missing our program or you, you got, you know, you, you, um, you know, man, you're saying, I wish I would have got that. I would have got this. If you sign up for the Torch newsletter go to vfntv.com i believe in the upper right hand corner it says uh newsletter sign up just go there mm -hmm. and uh every single week you're going to get a a summary of what happened that week in a way that you can just kind of glance right through it and say what do you want to watch what do you want to hear what do you want to share and uh we want to make sure whatever way you can get it but by signing up for the torch you know that that makes that possible for you in other words you can listen throughout the week, but you can summarize it at the end of the week to make sure that you didn't miss something that you need to need to know. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome back. That is so amazing. If you missed a little bit earlier, you know, of course, the, the sadness of the passing of Kim Clement. You know, he's with the Lord now, mm -hmm. and uh, he's done an awesome work, you know, reportedly so all over the place. He wasn't from Australia, even though he sounded like he was from the streets of Australia. And he's the prophet with the ponytail that would do like Pat does, you know, Hamilton <laughs> works on the on television program. One day he'll cut that thing. <laughs> anyway, so 
but also um, this prophetic word in 2007 about Trump, that he yeah. was this, this Trump was going to be the trumpet, he was going to you know, put the security back, he's going to turn the economy quickly. And right now, what's taking place right now is so powerful. I mean, it's hard to even explain because a lot of people don't follow what's happening in Washington, D.C., and I don't blame you for the past, you know, some odd years, you know, 20 years or something, it seems just not, it's a problem. The thing about it is, that's who determines whether your sons go to war or not. Now your daughters, because President Obama is saying that the, even though Congress said no, he's saying that the, the girl, the women have to register for the draft like yep. the guys have to register for the draft. And, uh, and so all of these key, I mean, this is such unity taking place, as you saw earlier on an earlier program, that the founder of Jet Magazine and uh, BET and now his, his company, he was asked by uh, President-elect Donald Trump to come serve on the team and um, he's just reaching across all of America, all the pieces of America saying, let's turn this country around fast. Uh, the Speaker of the House with Paul Ryan, uh, that's a big deal because it's, it's uh, equal powers, which means the President could want to do something, but if Congress doesn't want to do something, it's not going to happen. Well, Congress is like greasing the, the slides, getting ready for the President to throw this football towards Congress and it's going to fly through Congress. Uh, Supreme Court just, Justice appointment, one if not more. Judges across the land, 4,500 appointments and hires you know, for uh, the federal government, mm -hmm. restructuring all the executive orders. Uh, uh, VA, you know, a new leader of, of the Veterans Affairs. Uh, Homeland Security, we're going to have somebody other than Jay Johnson who's trying to befriend you know, Islam mm -hmm. for a security uh, reason. Muslim Brotherhood giving Muslim. reasons why they can be here. Yeah, and he talked about the plight of the Muslims. Like, you know, we, we care about Arab people or, but understand that, you know, uh, that there's only three million Muslims in America. There's mm -hmm. 300 some odd million people. It's all of America. It's every one of yeah. us. And we're going to have a new person over Homeland Security. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, I'm just, this is so exciting. And, and it's so huge to recognize the importance of what is happening, not to just gloss over. And it's just right, like, right. these are major decisions. Yes, yes. And you know, you've, you've been praying to a lot of people. I think about Teresa Murray that's in Houston. I think about uh, so many people that have been praying nonstop. Uh, Dutch Sheets traveled mm -hmm. the nation, talking about the appeal to Franklin heaven. Graham. And Franklin Graham. Yeah. We have the appeal to heaven yeah. uh, even outside our studio. We, we, we flew that flag and we, we had a program with sackcloth and ashes, the appeal to heaven. And, <laughs> you know, every, every program was ended with, dear God, you know, end abortion, you know, send revival, send a third grade awakening, awakening, you know, and, and, and you're looking. And, this is, and so it's time. I mean, the work, the battle has been won, but the war has just begun. Yeah. And it's like, we got to get back to where we were. And I think about this, what you saw in the uh, beginning of the program, the, the president of the Southern Baptist Convention, where he says specifically that we have to get off the bench, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to have to get active. And one way we do that through, is through civil Christianity. We have to learn how to be civil Christians in the civil land. And you can go to civilchristianity.org and find out more about that. And you can sign the pledge. And this particular pledge is just nothing about what we have in common in regards to these 10 commitments that says, if I'm gonna be a part of civil Christianity, if I wanna to go together with other believers, then we're all gonna have this in common. Mm -hmm. And those 10 commitments are exactly the 10 commitments with the little tweaking of today, what Dr. Martin Luther King had people sign before they, they got involved in, in walking with him because some people are militant, some people are racist, some people have weird interpretations of things, some people fly ignorant flags that bring problems, but you know what? We're flying the flag of Jesus. You yeah. know, we all we want to do is share the love of God and get back to the original tent of this nation, and love all Americans, 
and, 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 and hope that all Americans are going to love America and Americans as well. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited about this journey. God's prepared, prepared us for this journey. And it makes me think about, you know, what happened at the Church of His Presence where Pastor John Kilpatrick pastors, when Dutch Sheets came there with an Appeal to Heaven conference. And I want to remind you of that because it's so exciting. This is kind of like a, 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 a brief look at what took place. And you're going to be so encouraged as you hear this. Take a look. God said to me, if you're going to take out the giants in this land, you're going to see God move in America. You're going to have to understand that it's not because you're perfect. It's not, be it's not going to be because as a nation you've never failed. It's not going to be because you've never made messes and you've always followed me perfectly. You're going to have to believe that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin and unrighteousness. You're going to have to believe that I'm bigger than your failures. You're going to have to believe that 250, 300, 400 years ago when I said, this is what I'm going to do with this nation, that I knew you were going to mess up. I knew you would steal land. I knew that you would bring slaves in. I knew that you would wreck the marriage covenant. I knew you would kill your babies. But I also knew that I would bring an awakening and I would cleanse this nation. What would be the most fruitful, impactive thing I could do in an hour? Get you to go back to where you were at first when you were obsessed. Before the disappointment, before the betrayal, before you were hurt by church leadership, before the church you were a part of split, before the divorce. And I think the Lord is saying, Abram, I need that man again that when I tell him to go, he goes. And when I don't tell him where he's going, he goes. And when he, I tell him you have to walk away from your family, he goes. And when I tell you it's going to cost you everything, he goes. And when you get there and there's a famine, he stays. So what's happening here right now is a divine realignment. And it's happening in every one of us that God brought here. For generations, oil has been accumulating in the lap of our king, outpouring after outpouring, after outpouring after outpouring. And now the seated king will become the standing king who sides with us, soaking us in an anointing to prevail, soaking us in an anointing to overcome, soaking us in an anointing to minister on the earth as he did, soaking his ecclesia in a fresh flow of anointing to represent him as prophesied, soaking us in anointing of all the moves of Holy Spirit in history. At the same time, he will waste none of them and he will reactivate every single one of them. Awesome! Oh my goodness! I'm telling you what, God is setting this up. He is setting this up, and he's answering prayer, mm -hmm. and that passion. Yeah, we're going to make that available to you on, on the VFN Torch. Make sure you go yes. there and share that. It'll be available soon. And But just understand you know, that passion of 
of you know return to you know like the church of Ephesus that we're supposed to return to our first love mm-hmm. and really only the only thing that makes sense is your first love you know is that you when you remember how you were when you first found Jesus and you realized you needed him mm-hmm. and that, that and how he met you there and how he you came with all that luggage I'll never forget when Pat showed up with all that luggage and God forgave him that's right totally forgave him and he forgave me with all the luggage I had in my life and I don't think you had any, you were perfect, I a, right? I had a few bags of luggage, yeah. But you think about that moment, it was it's a just truck. like... It was a truck. <laughs> it was a no- <laughs> but in that moment, yeah. you just realize nothing else matters. I remember, yeah. I, um, I don't know if it was London Ravenhill, but it said that when you need God, you realize you need Him as much as you need air to breathe. Mm. That's the place to always remain. As, as a matter of fact, if you would, when we get back from this break, Steve, if you would share that encounter, that was a powerful encounter you have with God. Mm-hmm. Would you do that for us? Yeah, yeah. When you get back from we get back from this break, we're going to hear what happened to Steve Kalashevsky as a fresh Marine out of the out of fighting war for us, yeah. and what happened at a restaurant where it was either do or die, mm-hmm. and he encountered God and look at him today. Join us after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. I'm so excited about Kingdom Impact 100. Ah. It's going to be coming soon. But imagine this. uh, 100 people, once a year, who give. They can give throughout the year, but at the end of the year, they've given Mm $1,000. And they determine where that $100,000 is going to go. And you have to do this. You have to pray and meet all year long. What is the kingdom? Uh, what is the kingdom? Because you, this this whole you know kingdom impact one hundred is not about you know let me just go you know get some soup at the soup kitchen. Let me go do this. I mean that could be kingdom, but you have to really hunt and pray and ask God. God, what is the kingdom? Reveal your kingdom to me. It's seeking beautiful. it, right? Wow. And yes. imagine you know if they found out that you what you were doing was kingdom, and all of a sudden this group of hundred gave you a check for a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. That's what we want to do. For the advancement of the kingdom. VFN Kingdom Business. I mean, that's wow. what it's all about. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the David Radio Program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and in in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. We come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and or your Windows Store and and get your app and download it. The the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there. You can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner, 
and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine any time you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. If you missed the earlier part of our program, Kim Clement has passed, and we did it, had, a, had a tribute to him. Mm -hmm. Also, he gave a prophetic word about Donald Trump in 2007 and how God would be using Trump for a trumpet to be able to secure our borders, but also about the great awakening, what happens yeah. when you return to your passion. It really makes me think about you, Steve, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I remember my encounter with God too, but you know, here you are as a Marine. Mm -hmm. You just came back from you know, defending us in Iraq and fighting for us, and I appreciate your service. And uh, here you are trying to transition back from <laughs> shooting oh, yes. and being shot at and, yes. and living on the edge to people like Americans who are just very demanding and don't understand what it takes. Because 1% of America fights. Yep. For the other 99 percent, right. so yep. that means 99 percent don't have a clue mm -hmm. what it's like to be able to fight, you know, for their country. But you know, you came back and you didn't know Jesus. I mean, you came I back didn't know the Lord. Jesus was the last thing on my mind. Yeah, right. So talk to <laughs> us, man. Tell us about your, this radical encounter. Well, to me, transitioning out of the Marine Corps was the hardest season of my life because a lot of times people think that you have a transition, you go through that. Well, just by the way, my contract worked out, I didn't have that. I got back from a deployment in Fallujah, Iraq. About two to three week, weeks later, I'm now a civilian and I'm out. That's, That's it. pretty dramatic. V very. So you're walking around in camis one day with guns and strapped to your chest. Yes. And, and, and three weeks later, I'm, I'm done. I'm back in America. And, and even in that, when I came back and I visited relatives, I wanted to start over. So I moved across the country to Florida and uh, I didn't even know how to be a civilian again. I was like, okay, well, I just, I, I, I need a job. Right. And uh, I waited tables as a server when I was in college. So I was like, I guess I'll just wait tables again. So wait so, a minute now. So you're saying that you went from defending us and yep. being shot at and shooting a tip of the spears. Yeah, reconnaissance, right. Reconnaissance to all of a sudden say, would you like some sugared sweet tea? Correct. That's yeah. not a good transition. You know, we got to no. be better at how we're honoring and transitioning yes. our soldiers. But so that's what happened. So hey, wow. yeah, and and in that, I'm having to deal with patience, <laughs> very very quickly. The learning curve was 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 very steep, and I had a really hard time trying to, you know, help people at the same time not doing things that, 
you just you just can't do. So it was easy to lose it at a time like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. You're so stressed. Oh, absolutely. You're still you're in the battle mindset. I mean, I, I was leaving work every day in right. tears. I, I I remember sitting. We saw uh, people don't understand. They're oh, talking yes. to a waiter or a waitress. First of all, as Christians, we didn't treat, treat anybody yeah. that way. But you know, just because they're serving you tea, don't mean that that something can go wrong. Oh yes. Right? Yeah. And 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 I remember. I distinctly remember sitting on my couch multiple times, knowing that um, one situation could have gone wrong just by just. I, I had no patience. I just I had no fuse, right. as some people say. What's well, so petty, America? I, I, things that people are worried about. Exactly, and, and and that's the hard thing is that we don't have that grid. We don't have that connection with veterans if we have never, or with military if we've never been put into a situation. So listening to people complain about their cell phone service or you know what. On their pizza. What they watched on TV, it was just like, right. you're alive. Right. You have TV. So, and it's hard to, to try to give that paradigm when we take it so easily for granted because we have everything at our fingertips in America. So I'm just trying to survive. And I, the way it just worked out, I, I didn't know how to communicate. I was trying to move forward, trying to uh, progress through that season in my life. I, I wasn't I wasn't able to communicate with a lot of guys that I served with. I wasn't communicating with a lot of my relatives because uh, they wanted me to talk about what I experienced, but I didn't even really have words for the reality of like, I'm alive. Right. Like I just survived two combat deployments. So it's, if, if you've got family, if you've got friends, um, if your spouse just got home from war, give them time to breathe. Give them time to kind of exhale because they themselves are kind of trying to figure it out too so it's difficult when you have everybody saying hey i'm here for you what happened what happened what happened just give them a give them a moment because that's what i was going through and it was just like i don't even know i mean let me just hit the stop button here so i'm now waiting tables and um my boss at the time which was just you know a, a moment that god used they would always put me in, in, a, in, a, in a section where I would get like four or five, five, five tables all at the same time. And for those who wait tables, that can be kind of stressful. And coming from war, I'm like, I just didn't want to deal with any stress. I was just kind of trying to, I need to take a break. And, um, but waiting tables it just wasn't the best place for me. And uh, one particular night, um, a lady just lost it because I forgot her ranch dressing. No. Oh yeah, and I'm doing all that I can to work on all these different What's tables. What's she saying? Um, the best way I can describe it is she went straight drill instructor. I mean, she had, she had fingers in my face. She was literally screaming. I mean, I was getting spit on. And I'm doing all I can um, not to end her life. That's... Because you're in the, also in that military mindset oh, yes. at that point. Well, one, one of the like things... Attack, attack, oh yeah. yeah. One of the things that's so important to, to think about and, and recognize is that I went through two years of intensive training before I even deployed to Fallujah. I mean, you name it, I, a lot of the things I learned. And when I got out, it was just kind of like, handshake, here's your document, thank you, enjoy the rest of your life. Like, Go there, wait tables. <laughs> yeah, there was no way, they, they teach you how to turn that survival instinct on. They don't really train you how to turn mm -hmm. it off. You just have to kind of walk it out so she's pointing at you she's yelling at you yes. about ranch about ranch dressing, dressing. and uh and she don't have a clue what's really going on okay i just snapped oh my goodness what i happened? just snapped wow. um i just saw red i just started crying you blacked out um, like in, in one moment i i literally i saw myself punching her in the throat 
-hmm. I saw myself killing her and I saw myself standing over her body in an instant. Because that's what you just did over it was just like and war. That's war. That's a war. I mean, like. when you've got threats around you, you, you have to be able to assess it. And two weeks ago, you were in war, two weeks prior to that. Yeah, but yeah, about a month ago at okay. that time, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what do you By do? The way, this is not good. This is okay. <laughs> that and, and, and that's yeah. what I'm dealing with. I'm just like, I know how I would handle this, but I'm in an environment that mm -hmm. wouldn't really respond well to me. And uh, I just shut down. The hardest thing for me was. I didn't think I had the ability to control my own hands because I knew what I was capable of doing. I was so afraid of my own abilities that I just, I just shut down. I just started crying. I started shaking. I was, I was so afraid of my own self more than what could have happened. I just, I just walked away. And I left the table and I walked back to that area where you get more uh, soda or pop or plates or and napkins Coke. and that. Coke. Train station. Wherever you are regionally, it can be a different word. And um, now, mind you, God was the last, last thing on my mind. I want to highlight that enough. Jesus, I was like, if someone talked to me about Jesus, I'd be like, that's cool if that's your, that's not my thing. I'm for you. I'm just not for that. At that moment, I had no other option. I had played all my resources and I was, people say I hit rock bottom. I hit the bottom of the rocks. That, that's how bottom I was. And I said, I said, God, I don't know who you are and I don't know where you are. But if you don't come down here and if you don't take this, I'm going to kill somebody. Or, or I'm going to kill myself. And as soon as those words left my lips, it was like somebody was standing on me and they just, they just got off. All that pressure disappeared. It immediately was just like, whew. And that scared me more than almost killing the lady because I knew that was God. So you didn't know God. <laughs> I didn't know God. But you talked to a God you didn't know. He and showed up he and responded. His presence immediately yes. delivered you from that. And that scared me more, and I was just kind of like, and you know, the sounds of like dishes and people talking and sports mm -hmm. in, in a restaurant going on, and I'm having this encounter and dialogue with God, like, okay, now what do you do? Right. And at that time, there was another waiter who had been talking to me about Jesus from time to time, and I was just like, can I talk to you for a second? Because <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of in some uncharted territory. I think I just <laughs> talked to God, and he answered. Well, I told him what had happened. And at that time, we had worked probably eight or ten hours working a, a shift back to back. And he said, let's go get something to eat. So we went to another restaurant mm -hmm. and talked for like four hours. And I ended up giving my life to the Lord That's because awesome. I was introduced to who that was. That was Jesus Christ. That's so amazing. You know, and I just want to talk to the soldiers that are out there right now and the citizens who are demanding more ranch dressing. <laughs> you know, as Christians, you know, we talk to waiters. They say t sometimes the toughest time in the restaurant is on Sundays when Christians come to the restaurant. Mm. They're, they're picky, they're demanding, they don't tip well. And it's like, we're the church. We're yeah. supposed to be given more and blessing and helping. And, and my goodness, it could be a Marine that just came back from war that you're asking for more grant stressing and to honor. But I want to encourage you, if you're that soldier right now and you're thinking, man, that is my story. That is so my story. I don't know what to do. And I'm, I'm literally thinking about ending my life, ending things or ending mm -hmm. someone else's life. I want to encourage you, right now you can call out to God and He'll answer just like you did for Steve. You could just say, God, I need you. And that's what He's wanting for. That's, what he's, that's what's happening. I mean, 
Steve was set up by God to call out to a God that he didn't even acknowledge until the pressure came on. And when he did, God rescued him mm -hmm. and delivered him. You rescued a lot of people as a soldier, and I thank you for your service. But now God wants to rescue you. You need rescuing. I want you just to call out to God now and just say, God, Jesus, I want you in my life. I need you, Lord. As a matter of fact, I want to pray with you right now. Let's just pray with everyone. Father God, we just thank you for the men and women who have served us in military, God. I thank you for Steve's service. I thank you for encountering him when he called out to you. But I pray right now for those that are listening and watching, Father God, that they are at that same place and they don't know what to do. God, as they call out to you, God, that you would encounter them, set them free, bring them into the family, Father God. Even now, even now, and Lord, we ask you, God, end abortion, sin revival, sin a third great awakening. And I want to encourage you this. Find out about our stories, more about our stories, how we met God through His Son, Jesus Christ, at meetmyfather.org. God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails, Call them today. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at vfntv.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless. Pat, you know the great thing about uh, all of our VFN radio listeners is that so many of them are connecting to us on Facebook. You know, we have a Facebook page. You may be listening today. You may not be aware, but we do. And you can go to facebook.com forward slash VFN TV, or you can go to our VFN TV.com and click Facebook. Be a part. Like us. Tell your friends to like us. We're creating a virtual stadium where everyone can connect and be a part and get fresh updates on everything that happens that day on the program. Don't forget, go to VFNTV.com and click Facebook.